You're listening to Nick Snacks on KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and Alyssa Sanchez. Nick is a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments and the voice of the Colorado Grit. Alyssa, a self-proclaimed local hero, is a proud cat owner and brings balance to Nick's antics. Nick Snacks touches on Nick and Alyssa's passions and interests, as well as local and global conversation starters through their perspectives, offering unique insights to the world's happenings. Prepare to be entertained during this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Hello, you're listening to Nick Snacks with Alyssa on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Alyssa, what do you think of the new intro? I love it. I think it's awesome. I I love the voice. I love the comments. I think it's just, it's perfect. It, it fits us. Local hero. Yeah. Just to so let you know it's going to change. I'm a so proud cat parent. Shout out to my children, Oatmeal and Sophie. We hope they're listening. They are. You know it. Are those the names of Taylor Swift's cat? No, those are my cats. Duh. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're not so much of a fan that you're willing to name your cats after her cats? No. Though one of my cats is named after some, like, Sophie's named after Howl's Moving Castle, which House. is a movie. What but was it? Howl's Moving Castle. Mm. Yeah. So oatmeal is just oatmeal. Oatmeal is just something that gives you fiber. Exactly. Keeps you going. That kid. Bum, bum, bum. Exactly. We, we have, <laughs> that child. That's uh, oatmeal's the the vagrant. I don't want to say vagrant, but the more he's so just. I don't want to say awful because he's not Delinquent. awful. Yes, he's like on patrol. Like their personalities are like Sophie is like very girl cat. Like wants to snuggle. She's like bratty, but like for attention. Oatmeal is like on patrol, and he's very sensitive, but he is very like. He's always alert. He never wants you to touch him. He just wants to run from room to room as fast as he can. He was a wild cat. Yeah, he misses never the been. street life. Oh yeah, deeply, deeply. He should have. He should still be out there, but unfortunately, he had no. He like didn't have the manners to get along with other cats, so he had to come in. Ah, I know. Well, you've given him a good home. Yes, I think so. He's have got. You, have you gotten him one of those toys that? Um runs around in random yes. places. He doesn't he's not much into toys. He likes boxes and like he's I got this princess bed for my cat for Sophie and he loves that. It's like a pink big tiara. That's his she doesn't even care about it. It was so expensive. <laughs> and he's into it, so that's good. But he's not into toys really at all. Just boxes and sitting up the worst is when you get something nice for your well, pet, mm-hmm. in this case cats, and something as simple as an Amazon box mm-hmm. will have their attention or they'll feel, you know, it's like, well, why do you have this expensive cat bed when an Amazon box would suffice? But only for like the first three days. And then it's it's like a kid with Christmas and, and the new toys, you know, where they're, they're really exciting for the, the first day or two. And then, nah. Right. No, Sophie is actually, she's like... An extremely grateful cat, which sounds weird, but anytime I get her a toy, she plays with it. She, like, plays with all of her toys constantly. She even messes with, like, stuffed animals and will, like, carry them around the house. She's into them. Oatmeal likes the bed, so that's that's nice. 
You gotta find something for them all. I know. They're, uh, he just needs shelter. I think. <laughs> he's, Warm. And he's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he needs. We were competing with sports ball this week. UNC sports ball. So yes. we don't know when this will air on the radio, but it at least is out there for uh, the listener verse. So we just don't know. I mean, what's this today? The eighth, January eighth. So anything that's you know relevant to this week, perhaps if this airs in March, we'll just be a few months behind if you're listening on the air. But at least for today. It's like a time machine. We finished that. This is the first full week of the new year. And it's, I don't, I don't know. We talked a little bit about goals mm-hmm. and resolutions and words last week. Um, I don't know. After one week, Alyssa, what have you come up with? With uh, I don't know. How 2024 is shaping up? I think this is, uh, it's just a kind of a year where I think last year, a lot of stuff, like really neat stuff just kind of happened to me. And I was like, I'm going to be open to all possibilities. And that worked out great this year. I'm noticing it's more like I'm just more driven to getting done the specific things that I would like to get done. So I've done a good job so far of like, I don't know, drinking more water and being creative and reading. And it it really does make my life feel cool and I like it. But it's it's a lot. This year seems like it's going to be keeping all of the buckets separate and kind of equally full. Balanced? Yeah, that's a good word for it. Balance is what this year I think will be. I hope so. I hope so. It's too. only one week. We have fifty-one remaining. I know this week. It was a good week, but it was long already. So it was, and it's cold. And it's going to get colder. No, I'm uh, going on a trip at the end of the month to somewhere tropical and warm, and looking at the forecast for next week and the negatives for uh, its lows and single digits during the days. I I have a feeling, and I hope this feeling's not true. That uh, it's going to be like 55 degrees up in Colorado the week I'm in I'm in Mexico <laughs> as just kind of a ha ha. It's yep. uh, going to be. It's always like that, too. So, so, so bitterly cold. And we're going to warm up nicely. And then it's going to be really cold again when you get yeah. back. Just oh. uh, I everybody I think everybody knows I hate the cold weather. I, I really tried this winter to be open to the cold and just all the cool things that can come with it. Pun intended. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But it's what's the point without snow? And we, I was talking to somebody about it last week because I think I've been on the show. This, this winter has felt so dreary. And I don't remember who it was. It might have been you that says, you know, at least with snow in wintertime, um, there's that contrast to the you know blue sky and, mm-hmm. and the sunshine that we get a lot in Colorado. Um, but when we don't have the snow, everything's dead mm-hmm. and brown and gray, and it's just meh. And still dark at five o'clock. And yeah. I feel like with the snow, at least you get some contrast in the trees and especially like the, 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 the blue spruces or the evergreens. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know aesthetically looks so much nicer and is more tolerable when it's just bitter and cold. I agree. We're having one of those weird points in Colorado, though, where it is really sunny, like it's been gorgeous looking, like, and then you step outside and it's windy and cold and you just don't, like, it's it's a good time to have windows and big windows inside your home. The fireplace. Yes, but I, I have not been that today, so I'm... <laughs> I'm a person, uh, once I get cold during the day, I can't warm up. So oh. my hands, once they're cold, it's like, oh, yeah. This, and I have poor circulation anyway. Yeah. Um, it, I cannot warm up unless I'm, I don't know, take a shower or go to bed. 
It's like to the bone, this cold. I understand. Yeah. Hopefully it passes. I don't think it will. That's okay. At least give us some snow and some moisture. I know. Hopefully soon. Yeah, we'll see. We really haven't had much. I feel like I haven't got to do any of the snowy weather activities that I enjoy this year at all. Like snowball fights? Yeah, or like, it sounds so cheesy, but like build a snowman, make a freaking snow angel. Uh, we haven't That's where that. the simple pleasures of life. Well, and this is like the best snow when it's not as heavy and damp like it was in uh, November when we had snow over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That was good snowball fight snow because, you know, it had a lot of moisture in it. But, you know, now it'd just be very flaky and delicate. Yes. Perfect when you stomp, you know, your uh, feet in the snow and you make these giant impacted, you know, dinosaur Bigfoot footprints in the snow. Yes. It's just small things to entertain you. It is. Things to make the time go by. (laughs) Uh, The other day um, I was was making breakfast in my... uh, you know, of course, my kitchen. And I looked out and there was this giant bird of prey. When I say giant, I mean like the size of a bowling ball. Um, I don't know what it was, a falcon. I think it was a falcon. I can't tell from those birds of prey. But it was sitting outside eating something for over an hour. I wanted to go out and take a picture of it to discover what it was. Uh, but alas, I couldn't. It was just, uh, you know, from my window and zooming in. But for a whole hour, this thing was just feasting on the carcass of, I don't know if it was another bird or a mouse or a rat or the band mouse rat. Perhaps. Um, I'm, I'm look. I'm going to, I might go investigate the scene of the, uh, the feasting. Oh, what? But what if it's gory? That doesn't bother me. Oh, well, that's good. It was, uh, it was Park one Ranger. of the coolest, coolest things I'd seen of, uh, uh, other than, you know, like seeing a bird catch its prey in a field or Ooh, something like that. It yeah. Was, it, was, it was pretty gnarly. But for yeah. an hour, that thing just sat there. Complacent and happy. And you content. had a show, so that's pretty good. <laughs> it was neat. I was just uh, seeing something online today for uh, Colorado. There's a huge migration of uh, of cranes happening in the, Ooh. I think, San Luis Valley of Colorado. Over, I think, 20,000 of these uh, birds are going to be migrating in the next week or so through Colorado. They're over five foot tall. Oh, that's so cool. You won't have to crane your neck to see them. No, not at all. That's about the height of me, so I love that. <laughs> Until you see one, this starts chasing you off. Uh, I don't know how we got to birds. I don't know either, but I, but I like it. Birds are fascinating. They are. And just something you miss around uh, the wintertime is although, birds chirping. Although, I I love Glenmere Park here, and the amount of geese there mm-hmm. currently is insane. Like, it's almost the entire lake is geese right now. Like, I don't know why. This happened last winter, too, and that's really when I began my geese observations. They kind of stick around all winter up by that on that lake there, and I don't know. I don't know what goes on. They disappear when it's warmer for some reason. Like, not in the same amount that they are there in the winter, and it's it's just crazy to see them. Geese are obnoxious. Oh, but they're they're so cool in in that way. Like they take they give no f's. They don't. That is the bird that gives zero amount of f's. Yes, it just they're crazy. Which is I mean they're Canadian geese. They're you know Canadians are notoriously kind and nice, eh? And then their geese, I think, harnesses all of the, yeah, the hate animosity and, <laughs> and bitterness. <Yes. laughs> That's uh, appropriately named. Yes. Now we understand why Canadians are so kind. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be back uh, probably talking some books that we've enjoyed, maybe some shows, maybe the Golden Globes updates. Who knows? We'll be back after this break.
Welcome back to Nick Snacks with a typical Nick Snacks first segment. But uh, random again, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's largely due because we don't know when this is airing. So um, forgive us, especially you, John Emery. This uh, one's for you. I think let's make it a point to mention John's name every episode this year. Every every uh, segment should be our goal. It's hard every to obtain, segment? but yep. Oh, I don't know about that. It's like uh, the show Psych where they have a pineapple hidden in every episode. Wow, and in Seinfeld, they had a reference to Superman in every episode. So, you know, we could just have a reference to John. Yes. I love it. Some Who of is... them will be more subtle. We shouldn't always call him by name. I know. I don't. His, I mean, we will have a reference to him in every episode, even if we don't mean to. Just because his wife Colleen yes. is. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's a reference to John, though. Well, he's he should feel referenced. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Oh, we were talking books in the first segment, and uh, whether you're a reader or or not, whether you prefer Audible, um, I was envious of somebody the other day. We were chatting, and they have a an hour plus commute each day, and have read so many books or mm. heard so many books. I still don't know what the proper thing <laughs> to say so is. Had so many books read to them. <laughs> had had um, in some manner uh, ingested. Enjoyed. Yes. A book. Yes. A, Enjoyed a maybe is better than ingested. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'll go with that one. Um, I usually read a lot of books um, through Audible. Listen in on my drives or especially my long drives uh, up the mountains or so. But I don't know. I, I want to recap a couple of my top books yes. of 2023. Were you before you begin? Do you have Spotify premium? Yes. You can get so many books on Spotify premium now. You don't even I, I had an audible subscription, too, for years, and I don't even have it anymore because there's so many books on Spotify premium now for free. Oh, my gosh. You, you know what? Have to check it out. There's a $16 a month I can get back from Audible. Yes, exactly. Boom. Oh, thank you, Alyssa. Yes. What a nice little tidbit. I know. So anybody listening, that's something they started last year um, just at the end. And now they have like even new releases, too. Ooh, and I'm so far behind in books and don't really know what the modern craze is that and Spotify gives you recommend like Spotify for books is what people want, and now we have it. They'll rec- recommend you books based on the books you listen to. Ooh, I like that for Spotify. Yes. Shout out, we're not sponsored by Spotify, but we uh, the amount that I talk about them, we should be. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna put you on that. Uh, we'll go back and forth. Um, I'll start with uh, my favorite, just for fun book, because mm-hmm. I like to balance uh, what I'm reading for uh, for fun and um, and you know then something for work or to you know professional development. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to a couple on my way uh, to and from Indiana. Andy Weir is one of my favorite authors. He wrote The Martian and um, Project Hail Mary, and I loved those. And actually, I would say Project Hail Mary needs to be audible um, or a book on tape because of of how good that uh, that narrator did at some of the voices. Mm-hmm. I just loved it because some mm-hmm. can make or break an audio book for mm-hmm. me. I agree. But uh, the the latest one I read, Artemis, eh, it. it left something to be desired. It was okay, good, not great. Mm. Um, but the one I really enjoyed by a new author that I just started was by uh, Blake Crouch. And the book was called Dark Matter. Oh. And the premise for uh, all you nerd show fans, um, if you enjoyed Loki or Marvel with uh, with um, the multiverse, this was essentially those kind of stories of time, I won't say time travel, but uh, there being infinite amount of universes out there um, with every decision you make kind of splinters off, you know? Mm. But anyway, this guy, uh, this guy was, was a scientist. He was kidnapped. Um, and 
by himself who wanted the life he had, wife and kids, instead of a life of fame and notoriety and acclaim and discovered uh, you know, uh, physics breaks, breakthroughs to be able to go to a different multiverse mm. and live that life. And it was incredibly good. It was, you know, if you're not a big uh, sci-fi or Marvel or, or that kind of, um, I don't know, fan, this kind of puts it into a uh, uh, no superheroes type of thing, just everyday people. And it made me think of my gosh, what would you do in this situation if if another you came into the picture or 20 yous or 50 yous and they were competing for the life you have Ooh. and get violent and murdery? Ooh, that's that sounds really interesting. That sounds like it would be hard to read because it's so suspenseful. It was so good. And what would your spouse do or significant other or your roommate yes. when you're like, wait. You've been gone for three months, but you haven't been gone for three months. It's been this other version of you that, oh, it's tr- – and then very subtle things that are different that, uh, you know, the way they brush your teeth or put on their oh. deodorant or uh, style their hair. I don't know why, but that's something that I am so paranoid about that I've, like, talked about it with my roommate of, like, like the clone idea. Like, I, be- I have to believe that I would identify a clone version of them because otherwise the idea of living with a stranger – like not really, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I can't, mm. I can't stomach it. All right, I, don't I, be judging clones. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it. It's by um, uh, Blake Crouch, Ooh. and I some of his books also you know have gotten mixed reviews, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one. Interesting. Yeah, and that is a maybe we'll dissect into that into segment three of what how what clues could you give to yes. uh, to discover um. Uh, Another you. Oh, yeah. I like multiverse. I like that. Uh, It was it was so good. So good. All right, Alyssa, what was your for fun book? Well, um, I okay. the book that it wasn't my favorite because I think I read a lot of good books last year. It wasn't my favorite for fun book, but it was definitely the weirdest book that I read last year was called Patricia Wants to Cuddle. And it is I read predominantly fiction anyway, so a lot of all my books were for fun books, but this book was based on a reality TV show similar to The Bachelor, but it spirals into like a cult and Bigfoot and like a gorilla ape god. And like just I, I had no idea what it was about when I picked it. I, I'm a part of a book club, so they picked it and I was just like, cool, like looks fun. And it it was so weird. It was just like not what I was expecting and it was wound up being it was like kind of absurdist so it was meant to be funny and wasn't too serious but that was that was a really fun one kind of sounds kind of like the author needed was looking for help was like I need to cuddle someone someone hug me oh yeah maybe that's yeah it kind of is the kind of is the premise a little bit and Samantha Allen the the author of that is was one of my most read authors last year. Like her nonfiction is great. Her fiction is really fun. Are you sure it was Samantha Allen and not Samantha Allen's clone? <laughs> it might have been Samantha <laughs> Allen's clone, honestly, with the way that book was based on her other books. It might have been. But my favorite, my actual favorite of last year was a book called Sirens and Muses. And it's a book that follows art school students and kind of talks about like the dichotomy of artists who grow up in like the elite art world and who grow up learning about like refined art and like then make their own art from 
you know, all this knowledge of like texture and like well-known artists. And then there was another main character who was a landscape artist and she did Mm. landscapes of her home in Louisiana and kind of these two battling artists and their experiences in the art world and how they navigated that and what their successes and downfalls were. And that was really interesting to to see. And there's a love story. So it was good. I liked My favorite book of the year was uh, reruns of Star Trek. Hey, that's pretty good. I, I read it. a lot. Yes, good. I can tell. <laughs> Back to uh, the the first book you mentioned that was similar to like The Bachelor. I saw a great meme the other day. I, I, I say everything's a meme when I see it online. It's probably just like <laughs> a comment somebody had posted. But they said, "Why would I? Why would I? You know, fantasize about being you know finding my perfect bachelor when I can just invite my top twenty hinge contacts and invite them all to the same bar in one night?" And oh, that's uh, true. Just kind of. Take it from there. Speaking of The Bachelor, shout out to Gary and Teresa, Golden Bachelor winners who just got married, if you're listening. Oh, that's the, uh, for the for the more seasoned audience, huh? Yes. Well, I you don't you don't have to be seasoned. I'm 24 and I loved it. So okay, well, it's, it, it, individuals, for it's, people who are above a hope. certain age. It gives you hope. I will oh, say that much. That's what we need. Yes. So does Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That gives you hope. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll be back after this break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Nick Snacks, here with Alyssa, self-proclaimed local hero, Micah yep. Behind the Glass. Uh, we're talking books, although... Maybe we're talking clones. <laughs> oh gosh, we'll get to that. I think that's something good to talk on. I, uh, yes. I've been at, my voice is off. Oh. You haven't noticed? I did notice when you were introducing, but I didn't want to make you feel self-conscious. <laughs> I've, uh, I've learned... Um, really how to control my announcing voice for the Colorado Grit. Good. And now I feel like I could like sing opera properly, but probably not. Because um, after a certain amount of games, I don't have an upper register anymore, so mm. my voice will just crack and split. So I'm just That's trying. Fun. No, yeah, it's like going through <laughs> puberty for the twelfth time. Especially in that setting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Having my voice crack in a microphone. Uh, we had six games in ten days. Oh my gosh! So I, uh, I, I was talking to somebody last week. You know, in between, I said, "Okay." I, when the season first started, I had no voice after our opening weekend of three games. I had no idea what I was doing as an announcer, anyway. You know, right. just getting really loud and energetic and getting the crowd pumped up. And I've had a lot of practice since then. And so I was really concerned last week after getting through three games. You know, two of which were really close and nail biters and stuff. You know, and I go, I don't know how I'm, like. I don't know why I'm complaining. These kids are playing six games in 10 days. They must be exhausted. And then I remembered, actually, they're conditioned for this. They yeah. practice and work on this every day. They're, 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 and plus, they're a lot younger and you know, can take that kind of beating. And I go, it's not like I spend my day yelling into a microphone and, uh, and conditioning my voice to be like this all the time. Maybe you should. So I, that left, 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 I had a thought that 
I mean, it's really hard with compliance in, in the financial industry to get things improved. But I would love to do a series of commercials where I treat clients and meetings like I would a Colorado Grit hockey game. Yes. And I, I, I'm just curious. I have just so many ideas of, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, your mutual fund today that we're focusing on is, you know, and I'm sure, of course, I couldn't yes. give one because it'd be like, you know, favoritism or something. But uh, let's see your annualized review at 7.5% and just <sighs> cheer. I just uh, I think that would be. Rather comical I think have. you should do that even if it's not for a commercial, like to condition yourself. That's just how you should talk to your clients. I, well, imagine having the commercial <laughs> ads going like, I wonder if this guy actually does this to his <laughs> clients. I think I'm going to I'm going to write some scripts up and see if I can't get it approved from compliance. But yeah, uh, that would be very entertaining. I think so, too. I would love that. I'd love to see it. Let's go. 529 plans. Let's yes. go. Just <laughs> I love that idea. I-R-A. I-R-A. Oh. Yes. You're nothing if not full of ideas, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> if that's all I am. I'm really, I'm really pleased with some of the ideas that a lot of times don't get shared probably because the yeah. world's not ready for them. No. Maybe someday. <laughs> Write them all down in your good ideas notebook. I do. So I'm carrying around a couple of notebooks now. One for my good. just random stuff and two for work but yes that's something i've started doing this year too is well i i started it last year but i I, instead of having one journal where i put everything i'm trying to section it out differently so that way i don't in my journal for work have like a random doodle and then also a grocery list Mm. so that's just fun fact about me everyone (laughs) i this like when i have notebooks or something I'm like, oh i'm gonna just write what's on my mind or maybe do a day of journaling or gratitudes and then kind of the same thing of here's a really ridiculous idea for a commercial maybe i should do that yes it feels almost like it devalues when you're really putting thought into writing something down and then it's your grocery list yeah i agree you know but you need something for those doodles. Yes. Something I started doing after I learned from, I saw from something we did, you had these giant sticky notes. I got some and now I have a giant sticky note pad in my, like, I don't know, sunroom Would at you home. Say giant. We're like, like giant, giant. Like, like four foot, three foot ones. Yes. Mm. Giant sticky note. And I put my good ideas on it. That's my good idea notebook. If I'm not home though, then I'm just. There's something Ah. about having a tangible, you know, scribble or doodle or idea that's to me better than typing it out in like a note uh, section of your phone. Someday the machines will fail. They sometimes do already. Exactly. So it's good to have a hard copy. We had, uh, you know, with with what AI is is doing and it's it's both exciting, but it's frightening you know yes i agree i am i really do believe that the internet will be the downfall of man i think it's the coolest thing we've ever done by far but it is so crazy like i i'm trying really hard right now to not be on the internet as often as i have been so like first thing when i wake up probably don't do that like, just take some time to be present. And it is really hard. Like, it really is like, it feels like a, a dependence that I have on being online. Because it's fun. Like, well, it feels like you can't get started in the day without being connected because we are so mm-hmm. connected for from the socials and mm-hmm. the stories. 
Yeah, and I'm a TikTok user, and that's worse. Like, that's just, like, pure entertainment all the time. Like, I don't want to be... I don't need to be consuming media at that rate. I don't want to destroy my ability to focus. Not that there's anything wrong with other people doing it. I simply can't hack it. Have you gone to the extent of putting time limits on your apps? You can do that on your phones. I haven't been brave enough yet for it. It's it's nice and you can ignore them and that kind of helps. So like you can do ignore for 15 minutes, like one minute if you're just like in the middle of something or ignore it for the rest of the day. Mm. And honestly, it, it does kind of prevent me from continuing on the apps. I will usually my big thing is I'll delete the app from my home screen. So I have to search it in like the search bar to find it. And then at that point, it's like I don't really. It's too much work. Yeah. And it's like. Like, just you don't really need like I have the second to think about it. And I'm Mm. like, I don't really need to be doing this right now. Like, I should probably do what I'm avoiding doing. So in a in an episode late last year, Mike and I were talking ugly sweaters and, and Legos and such. And before the end of our recording on my Facebook, as I was scrolling, were ads for ugly sweaters. And uh oh, my uh, God, it's it's crazy. It's there. I know. I just had a moment. I said out loud, I it like it's so hard to find a good banana bread recipe. It's all I see on my TikTok now. I didn't even look it up. I just said one time it's so hard to find a good banana bread recipe. And now my and it's crazy because it knows I'm vegan. Like my for you page is so curated that it's not just banana bread. It's vegan banana bread recipes and dairyless blah, blah, blah. And like gluten free, whatever. And like. That's creepy. That freaks me out. It's thank you. I was looking for that, so that's cool. But I could have found it on my own. <laughs> that's see, I know. GBGBs. I know the machines are so scary. All right. Well, we have uh, just a couple minutes left in that segment. So as the machines start to take over and we're not prepared, we'll go back to the last segment. Uh, how would you identify yourself if a clone were to appear? How oh. would you train your closest, uh, you know, loved ones and family? to ask the question or I I don't know identify I think honestly I think that I'm like just the right amount of like insane about stuff like that that I feel like they would know based on like my paranoia like if the clone wasn't paranoid all the time that's not me like I'm always on guard looking out for what's going on like maybe it's a I'm constantly then this sounds creepy. It's not. I check my loved one's locations often because I'm really paranoid. So if they don't get a, like a text message being like, oh, I see you're at this place. That's not me. That's a clone. Mm. That's it. And also I do a I'm recently really into doing a karate chop and a sound effect. So if the clone <laughs> doesn't do that, not me. But here's the thing. Now that it's out there in the world, once this uh, this goes live, the clone will know all this stuff and do Damn it. Damn it. Well, then I'm keeping some close. <laughs> oh, yes, but I shouldn't add. Yeah. <laughs> what Micah, would you do? Your clone would not be a Broncos fan. That would be a big red flag, right? I think everybody would know. Nobody would care. My clone <laughs> would be just as weird as me. <laughs> Justice for the clone. But in all the multiverses, Micah, <laughs> there is a Raiders Micah fan. No, no. <laughs> all the Broncos Micahs have killed him. <laughs> Yes, no, have. one would never exist. One, you say that. The Until multiverse. You read the book Dark Matter, and you're like, wow. Yes. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll be back after a break.
Welcome back to Nick Snacks with Alyssa here on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Whenever this decides to air, we are recording on January 8th. Woo. 2024. We've got to put that time tag in there, too. Exactly. Time, you know, time tag. Perhaps time the night that Washington beats Michigan. This will be one of Micah's greatest days if that happens. Yes. Uh, because the Broncos season is over. So uh, and they they didn't do so well. They went eight and nine. So one of my teams is doing well. It's mm. Better than what a lot of people can say about their sports teams. It's true, but it's better than I can say. I knew someone who was a an Ohio State fan and a Broncos fan, and his teams were both doing well at the same time. That's awesome. Good for him. Shout out mm. that guy. That'd be hard, especially in the time of year where some of the games might overlap. And you're conflicted on if I have two options to watch one of my teams, well, who do you watch? I do think sports players are maybe the last people that watch live TV. Sports fans, you mean? Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) General sports players. Uh, No, sports fans. Like, I don't know anybody else that... That regu- like regularly watches when it is on. That's fair. Other than like, I would say the daily game shows that people enjoy, like Jeopardy and The Price Is Right. Yeah. Oh uh, well, not somebody, the Wheel of Fortune, like in the evening ones. I don't know a single but the price person is right. watches those. Hmm. You gotta watch that. You don't gotta. <laughs> no, that's that's the greatest game show of all time. I'm, be- I'm sh- and I'm sure it is. I didn't grow up watching game shows, mm-hmm. so I grew up watching like just TV. So I'm like a, a child of Netflix. I am trying to look at what I want to trim down for my budget this year because oh. I have so many streaming services and I have That's so little so time to dedicate to watching them. You can get rid of the soccer show that that I just. <laughs> I don't know what to cut. I mean, every single platform has something that I enjoy and, and like, oh, I'm excited about the next season. What you need to do is this is what I've done. You need to formulate a group of people. Everybody pay for one streaming service. Everybody share. It's great. Everybody ends up paying like 15 bucks a month. You Can't get do all that the streaming. anymore. You, you can if you pay for the like... You find the one that's the wealthiest. You make them pay for the Netflix shared screen. Yeah, the Netflix <laughs> oh, one the is shared the, thing. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. That's a bummer because HBO Max, you know, I have and I can still share. Yeah, Hulu, you can still share. Apple TV, you can share. But I Prime, you can share. Oh, oh by the way, Prime is coming out with a three dollar commercial subscription. So if you don't want to pay the fifteen dollars a month or whatever it is, you can just pay three dollars a month. And watch commercials. I'm so just commercials. <laughs> Not while it. <laughs> what a your deal. content's going to include commercials. <laughs> nice job, Alyssa. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, some people might just like, I like watching commercials. commercials. People in the advertising industry might enjoy the commercials. But yeah, great. If you're, if you're like me and you grew up watching commercials, I don't have too much of an issue with that. Uh, I like that. That's uh, that was a pull for me for the Super Bowl for a long time. The halftime show and the commercials. I'm sure it is for several people out yeah, there. Yeah, they used to be stellar. They did. They were so... I mean, I haven't watched the Super Bowl in a long time, but the last time I did watch it, the the commercials were great. Let me guess. You watched the Puppy Bowl. 
No, I mean the Puppy Bowl is awesome, but I can never figure out how to watch it. Like, where are people watching the Puppy Bowl? Because I can't I even know what the Puppy Bowl is. It's when the Super Bowl happens. There's a puppy version. Oh, with puppies. Okay, that'd be pretty entertaining. It's so good. But and there's a kitten bowl also. Where? How do you watch this? I don't have TV. I have streaming services. You know, we have about a month until this will be incredibly relevant. So we'll figure that out and let you know. Okay, where good. you can watch. <laughs> The puppy bowl and, and or the, the kitten, kitten bowl. bowl. Yes. And is that real or did I make it up? It could be AI simulated at this point. Oh, no. They have to be real. Nick, you know what I just realized? Her clone would not have made that up. Yeah. That's so fair. she is the real Alyssa Sanchez. Yeah, that's true. We'll start every episode here on out with uh, just a question about the other, just to make sure we don't have uh, another yes. version of yourself. It's like in Harry Potter when they do that. Oh, with the... Uh, Dumbledore. It, yeah, you know what I mean. Dumbledore. He does it, too. He's he's in that series. <laughs> I thought you were a Harry Potter fan. I am. I am. I'm actually re-watching all the Harry Potters right now. I have plans to go home and watch the sixth one, so... <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's taken a dark turn. I mean, it's, it, the Harry Potter... Like, you watching Harry Potter? <laughs> or this point of the series? This point of... I on This point of the series, I probably watch... Harry Potter all the way through at least twice a year. Hmm. It's just, it's so like. Comforting. And how many cats do you own? <laughs> Two. Though I feed the strays, so like in my heart. I do enjoy those books, were pivotal for my child. Well, I won't say childhood, but. Your youth. My youth. Yes. And, uh, you know, I love kind of the bashing of Harry Potter that comes out now where Voldemort doesn't necessarily, you know, he wants Harry to get through the school year before he has this big attack on Harry and yes. you know Harry's studies are very important to Voldemort yes. because he doesn't really appear until the end, the end of, of the academic yeah. yeah and that's how Harry gets out of a lot of his exams yes, so <laughs> I don't true. remember any part of the uh, I think he took his owls maybe and that's kind of it say and then you know with Dumbledore of just kind of hey you know we're gonna take some points away from you by the way you're gonna have punishment and uh what is it when you get detention yes detention by going into the black forest i know by the way beware of werewolves and other things yeah that was crazy and yeah that that series is that's also like a pivotal book for me that kind of started my like two years ago is when i really reconnected with reading and it was rereading harry potter that like sparked the love for fiction that I have because I was reading like the the books you feel like you should read like the nonfiction like vaguely self-improvement-y books and those are so great but I just couldn't get through them because I, I wasn't also reading things that I loved I I'm not I'm not setting any goals yet for books but I do want to get through more than I have the past couple of years mm-hmm. yeah. both for fun and for work if you are a uh Reader of any kind, I always recommend the app Storygraph. It's similar to Goodreads, but it provides a lot more data on what you read and you can connect with your friends a little bit easier there. And even just people like this sounds silly, but like book influencers. So people that read books similar to you and you can kind of see their reviews and what they like. And are you a person when you start a book that if you start it, you have to finish it or are you okay putting it down if it doesn't capture you in the first couple chapters honestly 
I'm I don't think there's anything wrong with putting it down, but I usually don't. I think in the past two years I probably haven't finished like maybe two books. But just because I like I I don't know. I just maybe have a good habit of picking books I like, but it's yeah. What about you? Ooh, that's a good question. Lately, especially with Audible, I've not finished books if I haven't been captured mm. by them. Mm. It's easier with Audible because if I buy a book I'm and have gonna... that you know tactile yeah. sensation of owning it or holding it, yeah, I'm gonna read it as a page flipper. Yeah, I have a lot of books at home. A lot of them are history and World War II. Um, love love that time period, but I just, I just haven't. I don't know. I don't get a lot of downtime, so I'm usually picking something I'll, I can go away to in some fantasy land mm-hmm. or want to improve on work and stuff. And Fiction is great. I got to say, the best – you mentioned Fantasyland. That's the best uh, – where's Waldo? Where's Waldo in Fantasyland? I mean, that's <laughs> – Micah's favorite that's book. A classic. <laughs> that's a classic. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned Where's Waldo? Uh, uh, my best friend, he had it when I was in Japan last year, this incredibly cool game. It, it was like, I mean, it was this map that was massive, like a six by six map that you could unfold. And in it, you had all these different mysteries to solve. And you had to kind of follow Ooh. along the city with people and cars and businesses. And I can't remember for the life of me what it was called, but it was a lot like Where's Waldo, except you had clues to be kind of like this detective. Oh. That's cool. And so every portion of this had a story and you had to navigate. And uh, it was such a... Remind me, I'll, I'll try to find that game okay. title. And it was a lot like Where's Waldo except Mythical. Oh, it was so great. I love it. Well, thanks for tuning in to today's show of Next Next. We'll be back again sometime. And that's our cutoff. <laughs>